I can pay my half, then you pay your half. But what happens is it blocks those dates on your calendar for 72 hours. And let's say I've paid and you haven't. You can block my calendar for three days. That's BS. Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome we, back. We are back for another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. <laughs> now it's a thing because I, I, I listened to the last episode and I was like, okay, you know, we're messing around, but I was like, well, I guess we're doing that. Yes, we are. We're, we're harmonizing and vocalizing. Yeah. And we are your gracious hosts. So gracious. So gracious. Oh, what's your <laughs> oh, name? oh, my name, <laughs> Steve and Micah. Yes, we are the Airbnb guys. I reckon, you know, something, something like, like that. Something like that. <laughs> hey, we're learning this whole thing like you guys are. You know, so we're in this ship together. Our, uh, our, I guess our uh, what our fans are boosting our egos. So you know, we got a lot of fans now. So. We're getting a little bit of fanage going on, and that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And tonight is the, what what is it called? The Airbnb Global Host Q&A. We actually have it pulled up here on our computer. Hasn't started yet, but... Uh, How exciting is that? <laughs> yeah, so, so I guess like hosts were able to go in and vote on these questions. Oh, so real quick, this is episode 30. Yeah. Three, zero, 30, 30, dude. That's pretty cool. Moving. I remember you said, what was it, 50? 50 is the one. That's yeah. the mark. So 50 is the hill. Like, got to keep going up. You know yeah, I mean? 50, we just boom. Either we, we we grow exponentially or we die. Yeah, see, I, I think I think once we hit 50, man, I think we're going to grow. Because one, we've had exciting guests. We got more exciting guests. We got Airbnb meetups. We're meeting hosts. We're talking to people. I'm on the forums every day on Bigger Pockets, getting followers. I think I think it's going to, you know. I think it's going to, we're going to keep going, man. I hope so. I hope so. I love doing it. You love doing it. This is, I I, I do look forward to this. I mean, it, and it hits on the perfect day during the week, you know, just the one, you know, you get back to work on Monday, you get back to the drudgery Tuesday. You're like, ah, you know, there's no end in sight. And oh, and then Wednesday hits. Damn. It's already, it's already podcast day. And then you start, I start getting excited about it. I'm like, cool. And you know, we got so much stuff to talk about. And, um, yeah, and you and I are both um, waist deep or or eyeballs deep into the Airbnb game by now, you know? Yeah, uh, maybe me waist deep because this is my first time to do it, and but I'm quickly learning. I, I, I got to learn how to swim. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Learn how I to mean, swim. Whatever kind of issues you've been having. Um, a few cancellations. And, and, and you know... Um, Speaking of learning to swim, it's just like, what do they say that the the lifespan of an Airbnb is? It's around two years, right? Is it? Is that correct? I'm not sure. Usually, most people qu- most people last to two years that, okay. that are that are due. I'm sure many drop out earlier, but the ones that, that are in it for a minute, that after two years, they're, they're done. I guess they're burned out or whatever. But um, I, I think that's because most people don't automate it, man. They want to keep doing it themselves. That'll burn yeah. you out. Yeah, that will burn you out. And that's yeah. part of, I guess, a, a little bit of the burning it out for me. But I mean, I, you know, corporate I still, I still like doing it. Yeah, corporate rentals. It's whispering <laughs> in my ear. But um, uh, and you asked, uh, you know, what what is um, what some issues I'm coming up with is um, the 
I guess I got a couple. I got another cancellation. There, okay. remember I I I, I, forward, I texted you. Yeah. When I got the cancellation, I'm like, dang, you know, this kind of sucks. But I, luckily, I got to keep. Um, I got to keep fifty percent of the money. There you go. Of no 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 no. I had it on flexible. So would but but here's what here's what happened that was good. I had it on flexible and I get to keep. But he canceled like at 11 p.m. the night before, so I got to keep the whole first day uh-huh. money. And plus, um, well, you know, so I got to keep the whole first day. Plus, someone the next day booked for that weekend. Yeah. So it's kind of like I got the whole weekend covered, anyways. Yeah. Plus, I got his hundred dollars that he was going to spend to to stay there. So, so I made out a little bit better. Yeah, and and I'm I I have problems with cancellations, you know, with so many people coming in, but I have it on strict. So like I had this guy, he texts me, he's like, hey, I want to cancel. He he did cancel, and then he sends me a message, hey, uh, you think you can send me the rest of the money from the cancellation because I got I think fifty percent of it because it was on strict. And I said, hey, I'll send you the 50% if my rooms are rebooked. Because how I look at it is I'm taking time. I'm taking time out from my family to book these rooms, set it up for you, and you cancel. Oh, well, and you knew the cancellation policy when you booked it. Right, right. So I will give them a refund. I'm coming a little bit more strict on it, but I will give them a refund if the rooms are rebooked. So that's how, like in the in the old day, in the olden apartment days, you know, you stayed mm-hmm. in apartments before. Yeah. And there was, um, have you ever had to like, or for any reason, had to leave one early? And you know, they do the relating fee and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. When we bought our house, we did one early. Okay. Left. Now, now back in the olden day, now they have the okay. Most everybody has a relating fee, which is like you have to pay another month's rent, and then they'll let you go, right? Yeah. Pretty much like that. But back some of the places back in the day said, well. You're on the hook for the whole lease unless we get someone in there. And then someone gets in there, then we'll let you out of that lease. So wow. that was that's kind of similar to what you're what you're saying, you know? Mm-hmm. You let them off the hook, you give them the rest yeah. of the money back if you get someone in the room. So yeah, we, 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 uh, old school. Yeah, when they, the apartments gave us a little hell about breaking the lease, man, we, uh, we went ahead and paid whatever fee it was to uh, get out of it. And after we got out of it, we just took everything out like we took their washer and dryer put it it's still working at our house by the way uh, <laughs> but they were under new management so they didn't know it was there so we, we were taking everything out of the washer dryer we should have took the fridge but copper wiring <laughs> air conditioned unit yeah, we, didn't, we didn't do the whole bad tenant thing we didn't take everything but we got some free appliances can't complain man man i remember back in the day when the when the economy tanked right it got pretty rough right no one was buying houses the stock market crashed it was 2008 whatever yeah and it was just a bad a bad deal people were out of jobs and um what happened um <laughs> Well, see that now. Think of it. You know, a lot of the people that were out of jobs or the people that were building these houses. You know, all these spec homes and stuff like crazy. You know, they had so much mm-hmm. work. All of a sudden, boom! The economy just stopped, Tanked. and everybody went bankrupt. Nobody had jobs. All these construction people were out of work. You know, and and you remember back in the that's when like a lot of this stealing of the copper of the copper wiring stuff oh, like that yeah. out of houses, apartments, whatever. Back of churches, they were stealing that. Yeah. They were stealing the this giant um, AC units that they had in apartments. Cause oh, my- <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you know. I was living in Arkansas when the crash happened. A lot of people, uh, you know, crackheads. You know, they were what they would do to get copper. They would take them off the railroad tracks. And what? <laughs> no, it was pretty messed up though. That is a, messed up. A couple of them derailed. 
God. Yeah, man. Dang. They were taking them off the railroad track. So what happened was at the station where you go trade the copper in, they would request your ID. Like, hey, you have to show us your ID. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and start keeping track of who's bringing it in, man. Dang. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, dang, you could. People were making money off copper, man. Especially wow. like, man, if you go get it off the railroad tracks, man, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts, man. It's crazy though. My um, my buddy was staying was staying in an apartment at the time, and he woke up that morning. It was hot as hell. You know, it was in the summertime. So what mm-hmm. the hell's going on? He called the apartment complex, and they're like, they went and checked and said, oh, dang. Every like almost all the apartments got hit that night. <laughs> they Dang. stole their AC units from the outside. <laughs> oh man! That's Imagine the bad. hit to those people that are that are ones yeah. that own the place. Oh my! I guess insurance would would cover it. I don't know how that works. Stolen man. AC units? I don't know, I man. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but people well, were desperate, and construction people are out of work. They know how to go do stuff like that. You know, that's true, man. Hey, you got to get by, man. <laughs> not 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 forgiving anybody, but. Yeah. Yeah, we have a big show today, huh? There's the yeah, summit man, going I'm on. A... We're looking at the guy. Hey, yeah, what's we up, got dude? the summit going on, and uh, I'm kind of on my up and down with Airbnb. We're gonna start with the up. We're gonna keep all up, and then we'll go down at the at the end of the show. Uh, oh, my big crisis. That's unique. We're not like a reverse crescendo, you know? Yeah, Instead yeah, of going, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going, yeah, boom, just explosion. So one thing I suggest to Airbnb, um, you know, because we and you've actually, yeah, we've me and you just got back from Mexico. You were in Guadalajara. I was in Cozumel. So what I did was, because I, I was on a cruise for four days. Best time of my life, by the way. Best time of my life. Sweet. I will never get another airplane again. I'm going on straight cruises. <laughs> Seriously. You've Why never you been on a cruise. just retire in a cruise yeah. and run your Airbnbs from a boat? I met a guy who, who's, <laughs> he has a, uh, a late, his neighbor, he said that's all she does is go on cruises. She'll go on 30 days straight on a cruise. Go across the Atlantic, back across, go down to all the islands. I was like, dang. But so while I was on vacation, what I did was I called the Airbnb before I left. I was like, hey, is there a way that I can mass snooze all my listings? Because now I've got loads of listings. So I'm like, yeah. I can't just be sitting here on my whole vacation because you're not on vacation. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I called them. They're like, no, nah, we can't do that. She's like, but that is a good idea. And she goes, I looked and you have a lot of listings. I never thought. To, you know to do that you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so i was like okay she goes well what i'll do is i'll put in a suggestion to the team that to create a mass snooze button to snooze all your listings so you can go on vacation and i wasn't able to do get them snooze so what i did was i created a little message that says hey artist vacations team's out of town sorry for the for the inconvenience for all inquiries and i set up a little saved message and i named it inquiry out of town and so, so anyone sending in an inquiry, and I, and I let them know in the inquiry, hey, if you send through a reservation request, we will answer it with a yes or no. And I was able to send that out, and I was able to keep my commitment, your uh, response rate. And I was oh, able nice. to keep it the whole time. So nice. I was like, oh, okay, that's a nice little thing to do. And then I also, if I got a reservation request, I could answer that real quick on my phone. Just boom, boom on my phone. That's the good thing about it. And so yeah. that really didn't affect me. So. They definitely need that, but people that are going on vacation, those little uh, safe messages, they came in handy. So you're not sitting on your phone doing Airbnb the whole time. Huh. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. A new industry. You could be a, you could I don't know what to call it, but you could be an Airbnb host vacation enabler. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, a big yeah. you just go in and run people's Airbnbs while they go out of town. They pay you your Co-host. little company. 
yeah, it's co-host, mm-hmm. but you, I guess you can't co-host everybody in the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you can be a little company, and they say, hey, man, I'm going on a vacation. They hit you up. Since Airbnb, can't snooze your stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Boom. Run, here's how, you know, talk to the dude or whoever. They'll have some employees. Yeah. Say, hey, could you, yeah. run, could you run my Airbnbs while I'm out of town for a week, two weeks? How much will that cost me? Oh, we'll do it for 200 bucks. We'll do it for 300 bucks. You know, just whatever. Yeah. A, a set fee or a percentage Whatever, yeah. and then um, you just go on vacation, and you know that your your things are in good hands. I don't know, yeah. just an idea. That is an idea. I mean, there are companies already out there like that, but I don't know if they have that model set up. Where hey, I'm going out of town for seven days. Can you handle this? That'd be yeah. pretty cool. That'd be know? the niche. Yeah, a vacation enabler. Yes, sir. Boom. So, how you been? What's new, man? I mean, you got back from the cruise. Oh man, we did a quick episode. Yeah, we did a quick. <laughs> but it was episode. an interview. See, that's what that's what was frustrating. I mean, a great interview. Yeah, you know. Um, who, who's Zephyr? Yeah, who's Zephyr? Yeah, hard Zephyr. name to say. <laughs> but, um, and, um, we did a great interview because as soon as you got back, yeah, we'd had that interview set up and we didn't do a second show that day. So I was like, yeah. man, there's so much stuff we wanted to tackle. I know. That's really... why this week we're going in, man. We got a lot of good stuff. Okay, cool. What, like, what, what's the big thing you want to talk about? Like, what's one of the bigs, the huge, the like. Then we're going to go down. Oh, we got to go down. Start with a high. Oh, we'll go there. We'll go there. So, Start... so Airbnb makes these. Dumbass updates. You can bleep that. Yeah, they're, they're making pretty <laughs> stupid updates. Like the, uh, like they'll like. Okay, I've even like Mahogany is real big on the um, community center, and I've been going on there lately too. Like you know, Airbnb made a huge update to their interface. Like you can't find your reservations, your payouts. You, I can finally find them now, but it took me like a week. So people on the community center are posting where to find this stuff. I had to literally make links of where to go to your reservations, where to leave reviews, because they changed the whole interface. And the biggest thing they did that really pissed me off was that group payment thing. Have you seen it? I, I, I saw I got, I saw a thing on it. I didn't read it yet. That crap is so, host, is so guest favored. It, it's like, so what they do is, let's say me and you were going on vacation. We're going to a spot, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can pay my half, then you pay your half. But what happens is, it blocks those dates on your calendar for 72 hours. And let's say I've paid and you haven't. You can block my calendar for three days. That's BS from a oh, host perspective. Oh, wow. Yeah, that sucks. Because I have now you're blocking off my calendar on VRBO. Just, and I'm like, man, and I've been hearing people even on Bigger Pockets saying Airbnb is really getting too host, fa- too guest favored. Even right. Peter, Peter, when he came on, he goes that they're in favor of the host. They don't. I mean, to the guests, they're not helping the host at all. And when you're dealing with like four people trying to book a place, that's more of a chance it's going to be a cancellation. Yeah. Right. Right. Because one person, that's okay. They might cancel. They might not. Mostly, they're gonna they're gonna book it anyways. But with four people, plans changing, and then the, that one person exactly. will be like, "I'm not gonna pay for this whole thing by myself. I'm gonna cancel too." Yeah, that's bad. It, it's stupid, and it's holding up. Like I'm like. Where does Airbnb, do they have like a team that gets together and know what people want? I mean, or they sit there and just go to the guests and like, like Peter said, he goes, without the host, there is no Airbnb. You have to have my property because you don't have properties. They don't have nothing. Exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, where did they come up with that? You know, and then. Papa John's. I blame Papa John's. John's. They started where you can split, do the split pizza thing with your. You go in with you have ten guys at your house. Hey, let's order some pizzas. You know, usually one yeah. dude has to put it on their car and hopefully round Everybody up enough cash. Back. Now they can all pay partial pieces or Pizza Hut. I'm sorry, Pizza Hut lets you do that. Really? Uh, maybe they all do now, but I remember looking at Pizza Hut. Do you want to pay? You know, partial, uh-huh. half, and you know, whatever. 
Yeah, and yeah, so I don't keep, know if they started it, but yeah, I know they do that it. in the pizza industry, then, and I don't. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, because I'm like, man, especially if it, it's blocking days for 72 hours, that's what three days. You're blocking my calendar. That's messed up. That's man. I need to get in the community center because I know this. If you, by the way, check out the community center. It's always people having small complaints, but <laughs> some of the stuff makes sense, and I don't know if they listen to the community center or what, but. Some of these updates they're making that that was I'm not a fan of that. Not if you're blocking my calendar. And that's yeah, that's big. That's that sucks. And one of the what makes me what makes me uh, what comes to mind right away is another podcast, uh, Vacations uh, Rental, Rental Success. Success. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one. And um, and this one guy came on and he talks about being on as many platforms as you can. Yes, sir. So you what does he what does it say? So you're not um, well, you're not all in on one or two, whatever. You're, um, he used the word leverage, or he used the word you're, you're, you're spread across the board. And then um, oh, he's reading the question right now. Oh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> my bad. Steve's talking, and I'm kind of reading that. Because we have the live Q&A, host Q&A going yeah, yeah, yeah. on, and we're reading we're the questions. checking out the questions. But yeah. anyway, Go ahead. But anyways, he said as many he, – he, this, I mean, this dude's like on – you know, it's like you on steroids. He has it on, like, 20 different platforms. Oh, yeah. Like, all the ones you could think of, you know, Mr. Airbnb, the Airbnb – Bud Airbnb, every single one he has spread across the board. And plus – and he said the most important thing is, I guess, to kind of make it a funnel. And, and the most important thing is to have your own website, to funnel it yes, all sir. to your website so where you won't be reliant on those in the future as, you know, at, yeah, as you grow your brand and people yeah. start to know you. And you can just and, – and plus he said the, that people that look up properties yeah, and people are so tech savvy nowadays. Mm-hmm. They'll see something like, for example, mine, I call it Art House Hearst. They can do a Google search, Art House Hearst slash Facebook yeah. or whatever, and boom, they can go straight to my Facebook page, and they can deal with me directly. We could even circumvent all those. Other, I know, I know. You get into the well. What about the million dollar insurance policy? Blah blah blah. Well, they ain't gonna pay yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Even the, like I, the, the the deposits, they they ain't even really deposits, right? Yeah, but, I didn't I didn't know that. That's, that's crazy. That is crazy. Oh, my friend at work, she was looking up spots to go to like hawaii or i don't know or new york that was the last time she's going to new york oh my god look at this deposit is like it's like a 500 hundred dollar deposit and this other one's a thousand dollar deposit she's saying all this stuff i was like you know i just realized i just discovered something the other day that those deposits aren't really deposits mm-hmm. airbnb just checks your card to make sure you got 500 bucks on it who's to say that you can't shift like you had a debit card or you yeah. had it whatever you can't shift it to another card, and then that card, you know, you don't even use that card. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And said so that's that's not really that's not really a deposit. She said, really? You know? So she started seeing it different. I said, that's really good for you guys, the ones written Airbnbs. It kind of sucks for us because exactly, you go man. and break my TV or something. I can't just hold your five hundred dollars. I just have to do the same dispute thing through Airbnb, and they have to mediate and stuff like that. Yeah, they ain't gonna mediate in the favor of the host. <laughs> Just saying, man. Just saying. So, if y'all get anything out of this episode, get your website built for your for your um, That's next Airbnb. For get your website built. I'm working. Oh, I'm working on getting a Facebook up. That's something. At least get a Facebook up for for your Airbnb. And um, look at mine, Art House Hearst. It should be up by 
by the time this episode drops. But get that website, get that thing. People can find yeah. you on the web. They can talk to you directly. There's not this um, cryptid, encrypted, um, coded, um, hey, you know, hey, you know, look at my, here, email me at this, and then XXXX, or, or just send me a text, XXXX, or um, look at my website, or, X, you know, it's all, you know, Airbnb, X is all that stuff out. But if you deal with me directly, we can get a better understanding for each yep. other, you know, maybe mm-hmm. work out a better deal, and then, you know. I'm not want to say screw Airbnb. <laughs> Just no, they they uh, they you know. I, I, I tell people, man, Airbnb, VRBO, use these as platforms. Don't depend on them. Seriously, exactly. that, that's really what it is. I mean, I'm 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 about to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to create my artist vacations website. I'm going to. I can't really post all the time because that's just too much work. Unless I get a developer to do it, and I don't, I don't know how much he's going to charge me to do that. But yeah, so what I'll do is I'll like tell I'll send people my Airbnb link, but if they contact me through my website, of course I have all their contact information. I can just start sending them to these places. You know what I mean? Maybe charge a little higher price, things like that. You know what I mean? So I'm, that's what I'm about to do, and then I'll have to worry about Airbnb taking their fees, all that extra crap. You know, <laughs> you know, and and because yeah. you you really can't depend on these uh, these platforms. It's funny I said thing about fees. The next, the question on the Q and A is: Will Airbnb reduce its host fees? <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> I wonder what he's saying to that, but I'm pretty a sure bunch it's... of lawyerly jargon. I'm sure <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but... if you look at our fees across the board, they're really affordable compared to other platforms. Yeah, yeah. I just so, answered it for him. And, and what you said about Bud and Breakfast, I was kind of iffy about posting on that because we live in Texas. Yeah. Like, is that kind of well, someone, I don't know how you would. I don't know. I'm going to get on there tonight and see if there's any Texas listings because I don't know what kind of image that would put on you. Probably like a bunch in Austin. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. Austin's hippie. Super hippie. Yeah. I, I don't know how that would affect you. Like, if, you, if you're not in, like, a Washington, Oregon, California, Colorado. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Because you're pretty much giving them the green light. To hit the green, you know, in saying? your in your crib, in your... <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know the stipulations of that. That, is, that might be a little bit too much heat for me. Yeah, because yeah. they'll be probably you, like you said, smoking outside. So yeah, yeah. You can you smoke can on the, the back porch. The, the but... neighbors could could smell it, I guess. Well, my neighbors they they indulge themselves, <laughs> but but <laughs> <laughs> then you're golden, man. Yeah, I mean they're they're cool with it, but I mean like I don't know. I'm I'm gonna try it just to see what happens, but you know I, I don't know like. I start catching some heat, I'm taking it down. <laughs> you know, because, like, yeah. You... Oh, man. Oh, by the way. Go ahead. This is, a, this is a, a funny occurrence that happened today, but serious nonetheless. Yeah. Steve and Micah do VRO battle. VRBO? VRB. That's a VRO. I screwed yeah. it up. Steve and Micah do VRBO battle. battle oh, yeah, battle. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, so you want me to set it up or are you so, going to set it up? Check this out. Check this out. So Steve sends me this uh, – sends me and my wife this picture. It's his, his uh, VRBO account. Yeah. yeah, screenshot. He's like, hey, because, uh, you know, VRBO has a different interface. It has the interface where you have to pre-approve the guest after they send you this message. Steve's like, so what does this mean? Does it mean this guy's booked or what? Yeah, I, I don't – to yeah. set it up, I don't know much about VRBO. I've never no got a does. listing from them. This is my first inquiry, so – Boom, there you go. Trust me, no one does. I'm still... <laughs> <laughs> the platform sucks. But you get the eyes on your property. So he sends me this, and I'm like, uh, yeah, this is, 
Mahogany's like, nah, it just means he's uh, interested in your property. You can send him the pre-approval. So I'm looking at this guy's name, and he he, he has sent me an inquiry this morning. So I, I send it into the group text. I'm like, hey, 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 Steve's our competition, and I sent him a screenshot. And we're like, hey, it's the same guy, you know. And <laughs> uh, so we're like, Steve's like, I wonder which house is he going to choose. And we're like, yeah. He's, and Steve's like, yeah, he's probably sent a few inquiries out to a few people. But it, yeah. it was pretty cool that, like, we're all over. Like, his house is in Hearst. Mine's in Arlington. And he, like, hit us both up, you know. But I was like, he's probably going to choose yours. You have the entire place, and I have private rooms. But, you know. You never know. You never know. Like I said, he's he's probably sent it out to, like, ten other people, you know. And how does that, I guess on a, a, what's it called? On a guest standpoint, you can send out, on Airbnb, too, you can send out to as many as you want at the same time. Inquiries. No, no. But if someone grabs it, well, no, no. No, no, just an inquiry. Inquiry is just a question. Oh, okay, just a question. This is where a lot of people get pissed because <laughs> if you're a guest, if you go and request a bunch of dates and, like, let's say all those hosts accept them, you have to hope they'll let you cancel. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that all the time. Do like, you have to pay for all of them? It's... I think so. Or, well, no, no, no. Well, that yeah, awaiting... You have to cancel. No, no, no. What happens is, let's, let's say you don't have enough money on your card or something goes, it, you'll get that awaiting payment, so they'll have to... But I don't know how Airbnb would calculate that. Like if I don't they have, know. I think you'd end up having to pay for all those. Because I know a lot of people, like a guy today who booked with, down in California with me, he was like, um, "Hey, I'm going to inquire about this." He goes, "Hey, I just want to see if your dates were available," which they were available. But he was like, "I didn't want to send through a uh, request because if I accept it, ties it, it up. Yeah. Exactly, it yeah, bind. Yeah. It's like a binding agreement." Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll see um, a secret out there to all the guests. You can just get a, a cool doctor that can write you any kind of thing, and then you can That's send that true. to Airbnb and get out of anything. Even the day of, you're that supposed is... to be there. Just hey, here's my doctor's note. Airbnb. Oh, okay, cool. We'll cancel it for you. And that is one thing I don't like <laughs> because I had somebody cancel the guy. No, 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 the guy who asked for his refund for next month who canceled. He says. He had a fam. He has a family emergency. He doesn't. Ch- he wasn't supposed to check in till December eighteenth. I'm like, you have a family emergency today for December eighteenth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Do you tell your boss this? <laughs> hey, we're, gonna, we're gonna have a family emergency in two weeks. On December eighteenth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no wonder you're asking me for my money back because you don't yeah. have anything to send to Airbnb. <laughs> he got him another trip. Is what happened. He found, yeah. He found a better deal at Cancun. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and also the, um, back kind of to the um, point of having a uh, snooze button. Also, auto replies. I mean, you, you there is a Viva IQ which I use, uh-huh. but um, they need they need some auto replies. Like if you are on vacation, just for inquiries. Oh, like that's what I noticed about um, VRBO. They had that reply already set up for you. All you had to do was push send. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is like, one thing. That I, I couldn't have wrote that better. And exactly. Got, but the thing is, that guy got the exact same reply from you. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Verbatim, that is true. except yeah, for just changing the true. names out. I like, that's, that's pretty neat, VRBO. Maybe I'll give you a shot. Maybe I'll give you a chance. I, you mean, that, I mean, if you price your place higher, they're a pretty good company. You know, they're pretty good. But. So we'll say by the end of the night, we will see. Let me turn this ringer off. What, who? Who he chose. This is like the the Bachelor's version of Airbnb, whatever. <laughs> Airbnb's version of The Bachelor, whatever. And we'll I, see who they chose, who he that's chose. That's true. Because he's supposed to pay by today, right? And does it say the same thing on yours under pay? 
Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Because mine says he's supposed to pay by today if he wants to book the place. Oh, no, 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 no. Mine. The 25th to the 27th. He's supposed to pay. His payment is due. Yeah, 11.29. That's today. Question. What was your payable to you on that? 2.20. About 2.20. Oh, man. He'll take you, man. Your price (laughs) cheaper than me. (laughs) I'm undercutting Micah over here. Yeah, you are. Why? You have an entire place. I well, I you know I got a little. I'm just starting he, out. You told me to price low to start out, so you can get a bunch of uh, not on VRBO. Well, I did price higher on there, but they took a big chunk out. Yeah, that's why you price way high. You, yeah, I said minimum it up through, starting off, you should huh. start at like 120 on VRBO. You oh, have a whole oh, place. price it way high. Yeah, on VRBO. Okay. okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, because I'm charging. I thought, this I thought you meant just like you know 20 bucks more or. 10 to 20 bucks more a oh, night. Oh, no. You double Way. it. Way. Okay. Yeah, I double it. I... That makes sense. Yeah, my mine went from, mine was two eighty five ninety five. So yeah. Your payout for the whole top? Yeah. For the three bedrooms? Yeah. Okay. See, if you haven't, and he's in a shared space, if you don't with you, yeah, you go way high. Go 120. Okay. So my tactic worked. What do you mean? I'm, I'm underbidding you. Yeah, you're underbidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know you were doing that on VRBO. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, because you have to watch that on VRBO. They take a huge chunk of change. They out. do. That's yeah, all. They that. take eight percent. Ooh. Yeah, the Airbnb yeah. takes three. But if you go ahead and price, but even at that, so if you they're charging, they're charging way more than double on VRBO. So double your property. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. So then, when you get a hit on VRBO, it's like how James Carlson said: it's just extra cash. It's just a bonus. You know what I mean? Nice, nice. I need to sit down and and do this. I really do, because yeah. I'm just I just worried about trying to fill the place up, you know. Yeah. And that's another and that's another thing that um I heard a, you know I listened to all the different types of podcasts and one was just kind of like a motivational kind of kind of business but kind of this guy it's, I think it's called um, connecting the dots. It's a good one. Uh-huh. And um, and so this guy, this English dude, he's taught he was interviewing somebody about about you know about business and stuff like that and and the thing is what this guy was saying was it wasn't even it wasn't related to it wasn't about airbnb whatever but it was about like let's say you're selling product x Mm -hmm. and you're selling it for a really good price for 20 bucks whatever product x but since it's flying off the shelves at a high rate or is or you or whatever for that thing making you work you're having to work like 100 hours a week to um to be able to knock to pump out this product x at that 20 dollar price right yeah and so what he was saying and he because i guess this guy helps out people with their businesses and he said well change the price from 20 to 100 but that'll cut my cut my orders in like a half or a third and he's like yeah you'll have your free time back you won't have to quit doing this thing because you're, you're it's making you work 100 hours a week and they, they thought about it like okay <clears throat> excuse me they, mm-hmm. they changed the price from well, this is just an example from 20 to 100 of course they cut it in half of their demand but they're making 100 bucks each time instead yeah. of selling you know instead of selling um let's just say 10 of them at 20 bucks they're selling um, five of them at 100 bucks that's more money plus it's half the work i noticed this too cheaper isn't always better Exactly. Some people are attracted to higher prices. Perfect example. What's the biggest example of that right now in the United States? Apple. No. Um. 
Everyone uh, says this dude's crazy. Oh, uh, Tesla. Oh. LeVar Ball. Uh. I'm going to give you a $500 shoe. Everyone's like, this guy's a nutcase. Who's going to pay $500? $500 for a shoe, yeah. Guess what? His brand just went up $14 million. Are you serious? After that little debacle with Trump. The guy knows what he's doing. Oh, Cheaper man. don't always mean better, man. He's a great People... self-promoter, man. Exactly. People know, man, it doesn't mean better. People are willing to pay $500 for that shoe. People out there, the, the internet was going crazy when he's like, oh, who paid $500 for a shoe? People were taking shots at him. J.J. Watt took a shot at him. But guess what? He got all that free publicity just for pricing exactly. it that way. Exactly. It and was a pricing and point. And that's what's kind of motivating me. And I wrote mm-hmm. that in the notes that, um, okay, you know, I got the art house her set up and I got the cool, I got some cool art, you know, I got it set up going towards that way, not a hundred percent total artsy, like, wow, you know, yeah. but, um, but I'm like, I, I, I listened to that dude's advice, you know, well, you're pricing your stuff too low and you're, and you, and, and I was, I was like, wow, okay, I don't have somebody for this weekend. I don't have somebody for this next two days. I'm just going to drop the price to 30 bucks a night, you know, just to just to get people in the door. I just I just started freaking out. But really, sometimes the opposite is better. Keeping it priced high, keeping it exclusive. Hey, you want to stay here, you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can go in there, and I was talking about, I was going to ask you, you know, would you like block out a whole week just to go tackle this, you know, tackle this house or tackle these rooms and just like, boom, make them like really badass, you know? And I was thinking about that, just going in there. I'm going to take a whole, I'm going to block out a whole week. After work, we're going to do this, do this. We're going to get the badass paintings everywhere. We're going to put the slides. We're going to just really go at it. And then we're going to raise the price. And then that way, um, yeah, it'll make this cool space. Hopefully people will love. And it'll be exclusive. It's not going to be for the people who just want to go, you know, take their girlfriend and bang them there. (laughs) Ain't gonna lie. They can still do that. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but it's not going to be attractive to them. It's going to be I've, like, yeah, that's, that's a lot of money just to go. I've, I've actually think, thought about doing that because it's a lady here in Arlington. She doesn't have high reviews, but I, I think it's because of her co-host sucks because she, she, she travels all the time. But yeah. she has some badass rooms. Like She's this lady. She's in the military. And she travels all the time. She has top-notch rooms, and I don't think it's in the best of neighborhood, but people like it they say when you're in there it's the best but it's a few things that aren't cleaned and it's a bad neighborhood yeah yeah but she has a boatload of reviews you know but her average rating is like a four and a half to a three or something three and a half to a four and a half something like that huh. but if you look at the pictures it looks badass nice so i was like dang i wonder one day if we could just spend a weekend and just like update our rooms and just to get that feel that pe- more people would want to come. Just take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah, because she, she's like, she, she, she does like what on the um, cruise ship we were on, they fold your towels into these little ta- fo- um, towel animals. Yeah. And like they had a, t- a class on it, and me and Mahogany went, because she, she'd be like, that'd be cool to do for the Airbnb. Like we fold the towel into a dog. Yeah, have- my, Lupita's been looking up that on, on YouTube, how to fold the towels like that. I really? Bet- like teddy bears and all kinds of things. I got the uh, instruction manual. They gave us the instruction manual on the cruise. Yeah, I have the um, I have the instruction manual from the cruise. Uh, she's gonna chime in real quick. Okay. Yeah, I was looking for um, how to do like a teddy bear, mm-hmm. uh, a goose, um, probably a dog. It's mm-hmm. very interesting, and I want to put like kind of 
a next level touch uh-huh. in the house. Yeah. I'm going that, like Steven says early. Yeah, so what, yeah. Yeah. So what they do is they um <laughs> they 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 put Thank fold you. them like a dog, right? And then they put it on the on, on the, the bed. bed. Yeah. And then they have like these she has like these towels. I'm I'm pretty sure this lady she either oh, there's another good thing. People, this is another good business that could pop off for Airbnb. Interior de- decorators. Cuz how they, she has this place oh, decked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like either she's a professional interior decorator or she knows somebody that is. Cuz this place like she has the Texas sheets. All I, if, if I find her listing, I'm going to post it in the show's notes if I find it. Okay. So just so people can see like how the, her listing is like top line, top of the line. And I, and I was thinking about doing that, going in one day and just, and just or, or hire an interior decorator. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what your wife does, but yeah, you want to like a, a professional. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. That's what she could do because yeah. we just haven't taken the time to do it. And that's the thing. And I started out started off hot and heavy we started off hot and heavy with the with the airbnb and listings right away like i said we had to bust yeah. it out to get the listings we never had time i mean we made in a few days yeah we did we put the artwork up we did some stuff but we never had time to go in there and just make it as the best it could be you know? yeah man yeah. and and because it just you just get bogged down you get real busy into it and yeah. then you get addicted to the having the people booking you want more yeah. bookings you want bookings yeah. but like I, I like I we I listen to a lot of real estate podcasts and the guys say go in there and do the house correctly as best you can high end as you can the first time because then that'll attract the high end renters. Yeah, it does. You know, you could we could you could probably fill it with people scrubs all day long. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But what are they going to do to your house? You're going to have more things breaking. You're going to have you know more little parties or more thing. You know? Yeah, it is sneaking in a dog. But if you if you um deck it out like bad badass and, and put the price higher yeah that'll keep the riffraff away and and, and i was wondering that because I was, I was talking to this guy on the bigger pockets forum and he was uh he said a group of investors came into came to him and they were like hey uh we have the we we host airbnbs and he said they said um this townhouse is, is in philly it's for five hundred fifty thousand. and he posted it and he wanted everyone to kind of tell him about the numbers and he goes they said they want to deck it out for 550 they have they're going to all go in on it for 550000 But it's two-bedroom, two-bath. And he goes, the investors told me they're renting it out. Their place is out for 200 to 300 a night. And I was like, and I talked to him. And I'm like, hey, man, I don't really know the Philly area, but for two-bed, two-bath, that's kind of high. For, yeah, that's kind of high. And I'm like, oh, but, I mean, if I was like, what I would do is I'd tell those investors to send you their business profile page so you can make sure they're really killing it in Airbnb like they saying they they are, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I've been telling a lot of people that this week cuz a lot of people are like how do I get into co-hosting? How do I get into sublease? And I'm like you got to have a portfolio. That's simply yeah. what it is. You have to have a short-term rental portfolio. Exactly. And that that was that was really I don't know. I'd actually want to talk to someone who does Airbnb in the Philly market cuz if y'all are renting out places for two bed, two bath for 2 to 300 a night, that's uh, that's crazy, man. That, Dang, that's, that's good money. Yeah, it is. You know, you know. Um, remember my buddy I told you about that tried to, you know, he's he's retired, getting close to retirement age, yeah. and he and he tried to and he went ahead and then and, and tried to, he got in with some guys that it convinced him to spend his whole retirement to buy these two houses, the high end houses in Dallas. Remember oh, I told you that? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he ended up losing like um, on both of them together, like two hundred thousand. His whole retirement's pretty much gone. Oh. And people helped him, you know, get these, and he's still paying off the people that helped him. Blah blah blah. So he got, yeah, these two houses. He bought them for like around four to five hundred thousand each. The plan was to 
fix them for a hundred and then flip them for eight hundred. You know that was the plan, but of course <laughs> this is first time ever doing real estate doing flips yeah these guys took him for a ride took all his money of course nothing got fixed on time things were worse than blah 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 and then when they finally priced it no one wanted to buy it you know these high-end houses you could you could if he would have gone in and, and did some 150 to, to 250 houses 250,000 yeah. houses, he could flip those all day long that's what people want but anyways he ended up losing his ass losing losing about 200 grand on both of the houses eventually sold the second one finally sold the second one after two years and guess what the people that are uh, that bought that finally bought that house are going to do with it? Flip it. They're going to make it into an Airbnb. Are you serious? <laughs> High end. They bought they bought it for like um like $670,000, right? And they're going to turn it into an Airbnb. It's close to downtown Dallas. Okay. And they're going to just make it a high-end Airbnb. It has a nice pool and everything. So, yeah, they're going to deck it out with badass high-end furniture and just um and just um, yeah, that's what that's. He's like, after all that, you know, and wow. he saw what I was already doing with Airbnb. And can you believe it? They're going to turn it into an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, and you know that that brings me to the subject of a lot of people are getting into Airbnb, like these big, these big people that own like these ho- these not hotels but apartment complexes. And then I thought about it for a second. I'm like, in order for Airbnb. To survive and do it for doing to do what it's doing, the hotel industry has to stay alive. Because let's say these big, huge, like I remember you were talking about a while ago. He said, "What, what if these big hedge fund guys comes in, start buying these apartment complexes, and turn them into Airbnbs?" And then a guy who owned a lot of units was on bigger pockets. He said, "He goes, oh, it won't never, ha- it'll never happen." And I can I now start listening to him what he was saying. He said, uh, he goes, because those same people who own those big units, they already get they get tax breaks. He goes, what they're gonna do is if they're to do that, they're gonna turn into a hotel. They're gonna have to start paying hotel taxes. Oh uh, yeah. And I thought about him like, Oh, you're right. He goes, Why would you put that on yourself? And I was like, That it's things like that that keep the apartments in play. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like because right. okay, I'm already making this much cash flow off these apartment units. Why would I want to turn myself into a hotel? And I got to play hotel occupancy taxes. That's going to be 15%. You know what I'm saying? Well, they'll pay the state, but I got to pay the local taxes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think you could still leverage it. If you know, if you could calculate the taxes and run your numbers on it, it still might be worth it. But uh-huh. a lot of people who they'll just have a property management company and Hey, I don't really want to deal with that. Huh? That's why I think, um, a lot of these apartment, or I don't know how many of them, but I've heard of apartment complexes, apartment complexes doing it where they're allowing the renters to rent out on Airbnb. That that's part of the promotional thing, right? Oh. You can rent here, plus we'll let you rent out an Airbnb to help cover the rent because rents are so high right now. Yeah. So they're instead of renting in the in the bylaws that you can't do it, they're letting people do it. They're encouraging people to do it. Yeah. They get the benefits of it being a Airbnb place. Plus, that'll bring in people that you know that want to rent there. Maybe even investors because they mm-hmm. know they can turn it into Airbnb, whatever. Yeah. And but they don't have to pay all the hotel occupancy and all that stuff, like you said. But they get the benefits Ooh. of like the best of both worlds, you know. So I wonder if that that would, that that would be worth it. Yeah. Raising your prices really high and telling your tenants, "Hey, you can Airbnb out the rooms. I don't care." Exactly. Ooh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one right there. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, it's funny. 
Because you listened, uh, you texted me after you listened to the the Grant Cardone episode, right? That's my right? guy, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome. I, I love listening to him. Very inspiring, dude. Yeah. And you're like, and you texted me. That's it, man. No more single family. It's all it's all uh, multi. From now on, it's multi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think I texted you. Yeah. Back. Yeah. So, he's, he's great. He's motivational and stuff like that. But you know. He's kind of snake oil salesman a little bit. If you, I've yeah. tried to listen to his podcast, but he's just trying to sell stuff the whole time. Oh, it yeah. was hard to listen to. It's cool when he's on other people's shows. He's not just trying to pimp his products. <laughs> but you go to his you go to his show and it's just like, yeah, order my 10x thing. It's so and so ordered it. It changed his life. He followed my plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, he he's trying to sell you this like thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, he and, knows what he's doing. Yeah, man. and that's, you know, a little snake oil salesman. Yeah. And um, so that's what I was just telling you. You know, there's pros to both, you know, pros and cons yeah. to both single and multi. I tell all people, man, still the game, don't buy it. Like, if you're going to go listen to him, still what he's saying and implement it into yourself. Go research. Don't sit there and give a guy $1,000 like your friend did with the Airbnb thing. What? What are, what are you doing, man? Like, you're giving up. You just lost 200 grand. And that, that's something going to go kind of on a rant here. That's he paid. What, they paid them thirty grand to rob him because he had to pay for the thirty thousand dollars for the program to teach him how to do how to do flips. Exactly. See, this is the thing that what happens when you get comfortable going to a job every day, you lose your sense of having like a hustle. Like you, you, you can easily be played out in the streets, the real estate streets, if you want to say. Like someone can sell you a BS package for thirty grand. Like you, because and what those people depend on. Like those people who sell those $30,000 packages, who are they dependent on? Those people with the 401ks, the IRAs, the people that go to work every day, work their ass off for the American dream. That's you know who we, I mean? we depend on too, Mike. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Not me>. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to wake people up. Yeah, and, what and, but to. what happens is once you get – because you said this guy's an older guy, right? You, th- yeah. They're sick of that struggle, but you never develop that mentality. Like how me and you, we're developing that mentality. Hey, let's do this ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you don't have that, you'll let anyone kind of slick you under the table. And that's not. And, and I don't really knock the people. I, I knock. I knock both the people that let it happen, and the people that do it. You know, I guess you do have to have some type of self responsibility, but live in a world of capitalism, and it happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And 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 it just goes to what we're taught all of our lives growing up, you know. Go to school, go to college, get a good job or get a job mm-hmm. and then that that's going to take care of you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they coming from that mentality, it's hard to, to switch it. to the other mentality where like I, you know, I ain't got nobody taking care of me. I ain't got no job taking care of me or insurance mm-hmm. or whatever. I got to do this. You know, and and I see and like even, you know, talking to my buddy, shout out to Dave. What's up, Dave? I'm sure he's cool with, you know, He's cool with me telling his cautionary tale. And um, it it just like in the back of his mind, he was like, yeah, you know, even while he was doing it, he explained to me how it was going to work beforehand. I was like, are you sure you want to do this? You know, it sounds weird because they wanted him to put up all the money and pay for everything. But yet they're going to split the profits 50 50. I was like, really? I don't know, man. That sounds a little weird. They don't have to do they don't put any of the money in. And plus, you're going to pay them to do the construction. And then you all want to split the profits 50 50 that they don't have any skin in the games. Yeah, yeah. He tried to explain it off. You know, I guess he got all fired up after he went to the seminar thing. But anyways, um, I got off track there for a minute. Yeah. No, so, man, so, I've seen so, it, man. Yeah. So, so he, but the whole time he was saying, 
yeah, you know, we're doing this. And I guess, you know, we expect to make this amount of money. But after you deduct this and this and, you know, it was back when he still thought he was going to make some money. And he's just saying, I'm doing I'm working. He's, he kept telling he kept saying, man, I'm working like 16, 18 hours a day. I'm over there. Help, you know, do he's helping with all the doing all this and that man. He goes and and hopefully and as, as it just, you know, all the money just kept disappearing, disappearing. Hopefully I'll make a hundred. Hopefully I'll make 50,000 out of this deal. Hopefully I'll make, he just started saying, man, I could have just stayed at my job and done my eight hours a day, had all my vacations and holidays and stuff. And I would have made a hundred thousand, 150,000 this year. And it just kept, and that, that he still had that mentality. You know? Yeah. He said, I could have just took the easy money and now I'm over here and he's like, he's hoping to turn a profit. And, and as it turned out, he ended up losing yeah. 200 grand. So, ish. yeah, man, I mean, it's hard to just tough, jump man. in. It's just I, I've hard. seen I've seen a lot of people lose money, man. It, it, it comes from some people are just kind of I'm not saying your friend is, but I've met other people who've lost large amount large amount of money just from someone who's a good salesman. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, like I ain't gonna lie. One thing my parents taught me, especially my dad, because he's real cheap. If you ever watch Everybody Hates Chris, his dad, <laughs> that's my dad. Like serious, that's my dad. He's like, mm-hmm. like I remember we walked to a car lot one time. And they had this sign like we uh, no money down on this car, no uh, APR, whatever zero no, interest. Yeah, zero interest for X amount of months. No payments. And, like my dad walked there. I forgot what the guy said. It was pretty much against what was on the sign. And like uh, my dad was like, uh, "Well, your sign doesn't say that." And he goes, "Oh, well, that was just for a promotion." My dad's like, "Oh, thank you," and left. Like he doesn't <laughs> care. Like <laughs> so, like I mean. A lot of people don't have that mentality of just, you know, they can be sneaked by the salesman, man. You got to have some. Oh, yeah. It's Pit Bull said at the uh, real estate meetup, you have to have some effort up in your system sometimes, man. <laughs> Seriously, you know. And, and like your buddy, he got drawn to that energy in there. I've been in those things. Yeah, that yeah, energy. They get that you energy. Going. You know, they bring Tony Robbins out. He has you doing backflips and the worm on the ground. <laughs> and then now you're giving up 50000 you know. It's just like, oh, man. <laughs> So, I mean, I hate that people get drawn into that, but I mean, hey, man, it, it's the capitalist system, and if you get played by it, <laughs> I, I'm yeah. sorry, but they get, people get played by it. One, one guy that, um, I think it was a Tim Ferriss show. I, that's a good show, by the way, Tim Ferriss. Yeah. you ever listen to it? No, uh, I got to check that one out. Add it now. Okay, he was interviewing He was interviewing this guy who, um, he did a lot of startup stuff in Silicon Valley. He did... He did actually. He, he did a. He had. A, he did a lot of things, like um, he actually wrote like fiction, like a lot of literature and fiction, and he mm-hmm. and he um, and he was talking about all this f- fiction novels and stuff that was really cool. I was I was interested in it. Um, but anyways, get it. Get back on topic. I'm sorry, you got you got like a text and it threw me off. Oh, go ahead, man. My bad. Ignore me, <laughs> man. I'm gonna stare at this beautiful Christmas tree. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. And just tell to you. it my story. <laughs> so, anyways, he said, and he, um, and he helps people out. He he helps like in Silicon Valley when they get a good idea, they, they and they need it to, to take it to the next level. They they go to this guy. I, yeah. I, forget, I totally forgot his name, but he helps and he helps figure out how to you know how to market it, how to what to what you know the strengths and weaknesses, what to work on, and how you know how to make it in a nice package that's gonna. It's gonna sell, yeah. You know, and so he, he that's what he does, and so he's saying that he, it just came up, it just came up with um, 
like these people he 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 brought it up that the the motivational speakers or the the people like not exactly uh, uh Tony Robbins but people that he and he said it like this people that just you know they start reading Zig Ziglar books and they go from being a nobody to just trying to be this guru that tries to sell stuff to people and he's successful because he's selling stuff to people yet he's never done a damn thing in his life he goes to all those people <laughs> F you, you know, he was, he was fired up. I want, he goes, I'll try to learn from somebody that actually has a track record in doing something. Not a guy that just studies how to be a guru and then he's successful about, he's successful being a guru without ever done anything successful in his life. And mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was a, yeah, yeah I mean, Hey man, cool. that's what I tell people. Like, like the guy I was talking to on bigger pockets, I was like, man, have you seen these people's business profile page with all their listings? Like, a lot of people, man, just don't be swindled. Do your research, man. Do your due diligence, man. Right, right. That's sort of what it is, man. But I digress. So what do you got for us, Micah? Yeah, man. What you got, man? Um, you know what I was wondering? Like, have I don't know if this has happened to you yet. Well, I guess you probably wouldn't know. Um, has someone sent other people in their place at one of your Airbnb at your spot yet? I like you said, I wouldn't know, wouldn't know because I'm not there to greet them. Okay, and I was wondering about that because I, I just give them the code. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. People that do the self check-ins, you wouldn't know, would you? Yeah, because with my timeshares, that's becoming a problem. Yeah, man. So I'm like, I wonder if, I wonder if there's some in Airbnb's policies that prevents that. Huh? Yeah, that would because yeah, Cause especially if like let's say because I heard I forgot what podcast I was listening. It was a woman. She pretty much ah uh, what uh, I forgot what pod was it? it Might have been Jasper's, but it was a podcast I was listening to. This lady was pretty much saying that she. Um, blocked one of her uh, guests because when she said it was a guy on the picture, but a no, it was a woman on the picture, but a guy showed up, and she was like, "What the hell?" And I, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what the what the is there a policy in place on Airbnb that she can cancel that without that affecting her? Because that's that's kind of a big deal. That's a huge deal, yeah. You know, she'd probably have to go through all the whole dispute thing, you know, stuff. This yeah, and that. And I was wondering about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into Airbnb's policies and look that up because I'm kind of getting sick of that. Like, I get people. I'll have to end up. It makes more work for me because I'll have to call the front desk to make sure they change the name. And like one lady, she was like, she ordered the room and she's like, and after I sent her the confirmation and everything, she's like, oh, I'm not going. It's my parents. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, if you book other Airbnbs, would they have a problem with that? Like, let's just say they booked someone's. Well, I guess a lot of people, if you do an entire place, you would never know. Unless you had the camera, you know, that you could yeah. see people showing up, stuff like that. Yeah. You I know. wonder if you can make a little hustle off that. Like travel? <laughs> no, no, like travel yeah. agents. Like if they they could like say, hey, I got this place for you. Because um, I think VRBO does that. Because I didn't, VRBO has a hotline you can call. Uh-huh. And you call the hotline and they'll just hook you up at the place. But I don't know if like. I, I guess that's probably why they charge charge that eight percent because they'll go find the place for you. Right, right. So I, I wonder if you could man, that nice little hustle for especially for people who are travel agents. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you go on there and you just you be the middleman, middle yeah, person. Yeah. Just be like, hey, I can go book this place for you. Uh, I have good reviews. Yeah, but that one person can screw up your good reviews, right? <laughs> if, yeah, if you put someone that's not a good. Uh, you know, guests uses, in there. Who uses travel agents? Older people. 
So they'll be good guests, mostly. Yeah, mostly. I mean, you, you might, you're going to have a bad apple every now and then. But... Yeah, do they even still exist, travel agents? Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> big time. Do they really? I, yeah, yeah, big time. Especially for, like, cruises and stuff. Oh, wow. I, I never, I, I, was just, I was just crossing my mind sitting here. I'm like, because I keep getting people, I'm having to keep going in and changing some reservations. I'm like, how often? It, but I'm like, I know I have a lot of listeners, but I'm like, do other get hosts experience? I've only heard it from one other lady that she's experienced that. Hmm. But then at the same time, I'm like, why are other people showing up unless that people are already doing that? I'm pretty sure people are already doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm almost yeah. positive. They're finding these good deals for you people. Boom, boom, boom. They're getting a cut. Yeah. yeah. And you just charge 50 bucks to for a finder's fee. Or maybe some people screwed up their Airbnb status somehow, and they're having their buddy book for them. Oh. That's another way, right? Yeah. They tore up someone's place or they did something stupid and they hey, they can't book on Airbnb anymore, but hey. That is true. Hey, bro, let me get you. Cuz I I I'm I'm actually surprised because well, cuz I'm surprised at how many people, a lot of podcasts I listen to, a lot of super hosts, they don't use Instant Book. They tell them straight up, "Hey, they like even the guy uh Treehouse." Um yeah, Peter Bayhuth, he doesn't use it. Um Ryan and Jay don't use it from Sh- Shampoo and Booze. They don't use it. <laughs> um who yeah. else doesn't use it? Um, it was another big guy that says he doesn't use it. He actually doesn't like it all. Um, I forgot. But a lot of people don't use Instant Book. Hmm. And I wonder if, you know, the hosting, I forgot, the, the guy with the YouTube channel, he does a lot of it. He, he says he doesn't use it either. either. He's like, I'd rather gauge all my guests. Like He, he, he rejects yeah. a lot of guests too. So it's something I was thinking about if people are going through and doing that. Nice little chunk of change to be made. That is, man. I was going to ask your opinion about early check-ins and early checkouts. How? Uh, yeah, early check-ins, late checkouts. How do you how do you handle that issue? Um, if it's an early check-in, depends on if I, if I like. Let's say I already have the room clean. If I already have the room clean, then I'll uh, I'll let them check in. Like if I know it's going to be clean, I'll let them check. I'll let them check in early. Like. So the reason why I'm going to my condo after here is because I have a lady. She'll be staying three months, but she wants to check in early tomorrow. And we got our, our by the way, we got a really good cleaner. Um, she cleaned it for a hundred, our whole condo. But we had somebody, but they kind of fell through the cracks on this. But, but she, she does like a badass job, yeah, like brand really new good. house kind of like. Yeah, really good job. All the floors and I mean the what is it called the uh, baseboards baseboards oh, everything she killed them because we, we did a test run at her with her at my, at our house uh-huh. we had her clean our personal bathroom she did damn good job our, our bathroom sparkling yeah this was two months ago our baseboards yeah, yeah. are still clean um but she wants to check in early she hit us up today she's like hey can I check in early I was like yeah we're gonna go ahead and because we have to get our lock fixed real quick. And, I was like, yeah, we can go ahead and check in early. I was like, you check in as early as 12 because usually it's four, three to four. But. So this is a corporate rental. Yeah, this is a corporate rental. And how much, can, can I ask how much she's going to pay a month? 1700 Oh, man, that's beautiful. Yeah. I would rent my house right now for 1700 I'd <laughs> yeah. be happy with that. Yeah. I wouldn't have to put up with Airbnb at all. Your, what's your, what my house? house? Your Hearst, Hearst house? Art House Hearst. You could rent that thing out for like 3000 a month, man. <laughs> you think so? No, 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 think so. I know so. I got to get on it, dude. Just go I'm going to do corp- it tomorrow. Yeah. Get a corporate tonight. housing by owner, man. I, I sit there and watch those inquiries come up and those people who are searching for houses. 3000 a month. More than that. More than likely. Adios, Airbnb. I've been, like, I, I've been <laughs> telling people that. that when I, cause 
Okay, after I listened to Grant Cardone, I was looking at this condo package. This guy's selling six condos, 450000 And I was telling my realtor to do some research on it real quick. He's selling it as a package deal. And I was like, okay, if we can go in and get that, and I ran the numbers on it. I'm like, because I'm not even thinking about Airbnb. The only time, like let's say I had a duplex. I can't really do it in condos, but let's just say I had a duplex. I would corporate rent it, and I would only Airbnb it if I didn't have, like if I had a month without a tenant, I just Airbnb it for that month. Wow. I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't use Airbnb as financial freedom, but corporate rentals, yeah, it's passive. Like we're gonna go over here, do this door lock, and I'm not gonna see that place for three months. So wow. yeah, and huh, yeah. So so you and I, I mean, we're the biggest Airbnb podcast on the planet, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yet we we're both so interested in and we'd rather do corporate. I mean, it's a part of Airbnb though. They they're like I they're, guess they're the opposite we might have ends to change our description a little bit. No, no, no. I think we're Airbnb we are Airbnb because I'm pro I, I Airbnb my house, upstairs my house. But if you started making like huge bank on all those condos, would you be tempted to say, "Hey, I'm tired of people coming through my house?" I'm not. Gonna, I'm making so much money doing this. I don't care. I don't want to rent my house out no more. Would you get to that point? What would it take, money wise, to get you to that point? Well, when I ran the numbers on that condo, I was I was only a couple thousand off from my retirement sweet spot. <laughs> so I was like, dang. But I was like, eh, I don't know. You might just corporate rent your whole house and just go go. Move somewhere already. I, I could, because Grant Cardone <laughs> got me hyped up, man. But the thing, the ten exit, right? The thing that I like about him is what he said was he goes, "It's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's about freedom." And I was like, "That's my whole That's goal. It. I want freedom, man. I want to go travel the world. You know how you said you want to travel the world and go homeschool your kids. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, you know, and that, that's a good question. I don't know. It's possible. I wouldn't be at my sweet spot yet, so I'd still be doing it. I'd still be doing it for. Probably a couple more years. But. Or you could sell your house altogether at the peak of the market right now and then buy you a few more condos and achieve that sweet spot. That's I'm true. just thinking. I'm no, that's thinking. true, man. That's true. <laughs> but that that was when I was doing that deal. So I'm, that deal's on the table. I don't know if I'm going to get it, guys. But if I do, uh-huh. yeah, that, that – I mean – It doesn't – see, it, and it goes back to – it doesn't really matter. I mean, it does – it coincides with what we're talking about, Airbnb, our personalized – like I said, you and I are both waist deep, you know, eyeballs deep in Airbnb right now. Mm-hmm. It's helping us accomplish what we want to get to. Exactly. A great starting off point. If we do end up, you and I, into, into just in the corporate game and just in going that route, that's fine. That's our personal finances. That's our personal whatever, our personal route to, to, to freedom. Yeah. But we could still have – fascinating um podcast about airbnb because that's a big thing and we can still bring on guests to talk about it we can still try to learn as much as we can about it and utilize it when we can yeah yeah to to help us out so yeah i'm not worried about us just saying hey we're no longer an airbnb podcast we're corporate yeah we're we're always going to be an airbnb podcast but I, i tell people who do airbnb like who are looking to do it like why create that work for yourself i mean you can fully like, I'm to the point where I've pretty much passed everything off. I got a cleaner. I get someone to come in and clean. I pretty much passed it off. It's, it's, I could call Airbnb passive income at this point to me. But 
it's still in the back of your mind. Oh, I hope it's clean, right? I, I want to make sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's in your mind. But if it's yeah. corporate, I don't really have to worry about that. That's so, true. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I've always told people, man, I'm, I'm, I'm more, me and Mahogany are way bigger. That's the only thing I see the plus to a condo for. Because Airbnb, they're going to block it. They're going to say you can't do it. They'll give you all these fines. And if you don't follow those fines, they will kick you out of your own place that you're paying for. So I, I, I would definitely suggest corporate rentals, especially for condos. It's the only point of them I see. But especially if you have a whole house, I think you should be corporate renting it. I'm doing it, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I'd say go. You Tell can, me what package I should buy. Because there's three, there's different packages. What, what is it? Corporate rental by owner. Yeah. What's That's, the biggest one? The uh, oh oh shoot, it was like thousand dollars. Is that the four hundred dollar one? What? It was a thousand. There's, there was like a the really big one. I thought it was a thousand dollar one. Oh, I thought. I, but they promote the hell out of it. You get all this and that, all the perks, bells and whistles. The other one, you, you're on their site. You know, I guess the lowest one, they put you on your on their site. But this is the thing I'm, I'm looking at with yours. You have to look at chores like this. If you get a renter in there, three thousand to thirty five hundred a month, right? What's a thousand dollars? You're gonna get it back in a month, right? Yeah, that's how I look at it. When I did and, mine, and, and you've seen mine from the pictures and stuff, you think it's corporate rental worthy the way it is right now? I mean, you. How many? Yeah, you got a boatload of couches in there. Man. I got a, a boatload of couches. Yeah, I, I mean, might have to put a couple more TVs. I'm thinking. I'm. I'm not sure. I just you, have you the need, one TV right now. Yeah, you need a TV in every room. Yeah, that's I what I was thinking. They're, 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 they're cheap enough nowadays. Yeah, they're cheap. You get one hundred bucks. Put it. <laughs> Seriously, I get them. I get fifty fives for two hundred bucks, man. You, you can throw some TVs in there. Right, right. So, I mean. I would do it, man. I mean, because then you you you're, you're you're sitting back, you're not worried about it. You know, those weekends. Sometimes you have those weekends where you got to work, go over there and clean. No more of that. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and, man, because the reason I tell you that, see, because I knew this was gonna happen. Me and Mahogany, we were saying like you're gonna when you start doing Airbnb and you haven't automated it yet, you start to grow old of it. You're like, man, I'm sick of doing these cleanings. So. <laughs> The first thing you want to do is automate everything. Once My wife out, loves it. She's doing the cleanings. She's getting paid for it. So Yeah, that's true. She loves it. And then now you're like, okay, let me automate everything. Once everything's automated, you're like, all right, I hope there – then you, you get that bad cleaning review. You're like, ah, damn. <laughs> so then you're like, corporate rental, man, it's the way to go, man. I'll tell you, corporate rentals are the way to go. I'm doing it, man. Yeah, if you're interested, if you, if people and like all the people out there that are interested in doing the whole, I'm buying a place specifically for Airbnb. I don't do that. I look at a place. Airbnb is a good thing, but I look at it for can I corporate rent it? Hmm. That's how I look at all places. Like I looked at that condo package. I'm like, how much can I make off this for corporate renting? And the gross I came up with was ninety six hundred. A month off those condos. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but that's the gross. And that's then awesome. I, I didn't calculate everything else. I just looked at what I could gross. Uh huh. So uh-huh. even at that, that's how I knew I wasn't at my sweet spot yet. So. You, you know, a funny thing. Um, like you said, things happen, whatever. Yeah. So this past weekend, we went over to the Hearst house. And that actually correlates to another story because I, I, you know, I had my daughter Cadence, my 10 year old. I had her, we had her this past weekend. And on Sunday, and she, and you know, this past Sunday is when that um, 
that Parks Mall shooting went down. What? <laughs> you didn't hear about that? No. Well, it man. was it was a what happened was this young dude is like 21 years old, 22, whatever. He went to a sunglass hut at the Parks Mall and held him up, but he had like a BB gun, right? And he robbed oh. him. He was going down, you know where the the elevators go down from the food court, the escalators go down yes, from sir. the food court. Mm-hmm. And it, and there's actually pictures. I'm surprised you didn't hear about it. Look, you googled it. But he was pointing, he was pointing, you see the pictures, you know, they show the steel frames, and he's pointing that fake gun down at these cops that are waiting down below for him, right? They shot him. And they shot him and killed him. In Parks Mall? In Parks Mall. Mall was evacuated. This was this past Sunday. Mall was evacuated for, it was in lockdown and all that stuff, and they, yeah. Wow, bro. And that was, and my daughter was wanting to go to that mall that day, but luckily, 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 we didn't go. We went to the Northeast Mall instead because it's over there, Hearst, by my Hearst house. And I said, well, we got to go to the Hearst house, you know, real quick because we got to set it up. And then we're going to go to the Northeast Mall. And, um, yeah, things happen for a reason. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, the crazy thing is, man, I live right by that mall. (laughs) I, I guess I better start turning on the news, man. I can't believe you didn't see that. Yeah, that's crazy. That was all over the news. I get, but you don't... That's cool. You don't, you know, yeah, I'm check out dis- the news. I'm real disconnected. And I don't either. I wouldn't have known it unless I would have, because the guys that, the work. old dudes at work love, in the morning when we get there, they have the, the daytime news playing. I was like, oh, snap, that happened yesterday? You know, I got back to work yeah. on Monday, and it happened yesterday and or, or Sunday, and I was like, damn. I was like, we almost, we actually almost went around that same time to that mall, but we went to the one, the Northeast Mall instead, because it was close to the Hearst house. We had to go finish cleaning it. And, um, and actually, you know, I'm thank God for that, but actually, um, the, the internet was out and my guests that stayed there that weekend, they didn't say nothing about it. They gave us a five star review. So I don't even know if they did the, checked it out, the internet or whatever, but, um, a spectrum sent a dude out and I had to, we had to wait for him and he went up to the, he said it was disconnected from the, from the, you know, where the telephone line is way the hell up there. And he took his big ass ladder and. Yeah, it was someone disconnected it up here, blah, blah, blah. Re- he put the internet back on, and it was good to go. And I was just talking to him, and I was saying, you know, he he was asking, you know, I, I don't know how it came up. Airbnb came up. I said, yeah, Airbnb, this house out, you know, you know, it's not our primary. And he said, oh, Airbnb, I rent out, you know, he rents out, like, um, log cabins in, in, Arl- in Lake Arlington. He's trying to give wow. you like, he said, "That's what you should do. You should rent out those. They rent them out for like two fifty, three hundred a night. These log cabins that are right there in, in Lake Arlington. Really? And yeah. He said, there's a whole Dang. section of them. He said, we love going there. We pay for that. Blah blah. And he said, um, he said, so you rent houses? I said, well, I have a long term. He goes, oh yeah. My wife's mom, she passed away, and she lives in um, what did he say? He's uh, oh man, up there in." Oh, this high end lake was it Lake Highlands? Is it Lake Highland? That's a high end neighborhood, right? Highland Village, or Highland Park? I'm sorry, Highland Park. That's Highland the. Park. Okay. It's like a real expensive, you know, area, right? Mm-hmm. Highland Park. They selling the house, and well, she left the house to the to the daughter, and and it's like and, and like I said, it's this huge like five thousand, six thousand square foot. It's a huge Ooh, house, right? Yeah. Left it to the daughter, and she just they just rented out. They rented out for eight thousand a month. To this doctor, <laughs> told you that, that's a corporate rental. And he's much. been renting it for like twenty years. Really? So I guess the the mom had it's all paid off. So they getting the income from Ooh. this eight thousand dollars. I said, dude, 
if I got eight thousand dollars a month, I wouldn't be working anymore, man. Really? <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's, well, that's our fun money and this and that, and eight thousand a month, I'd still be working. Yeah, so I mean, my... I would. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I was exaggerating. No, no, no. That, that's your if that's your sweet spot. You got to know your, your number, own sweet spot. Your, your yeah. magic. What is it called? Your magic number. Yeah, your number. I mean, God, I'd be real close to my number. <laughs> eight thousand a month, dude. I'd be real close, but dang, dang, eight thousand a month. On that house, he paid, the doctor pays eight thousand a month. It's this huge, badass house in Highland Park, which is a real expensive area. It's I, that's where close to where Jerry Jones lives, right? The Cowboys I, owner. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I know all the a lot of football players live in South Grand Prairie. Hey, Jerry, a lot of people hate you. We love you, man. <laughs> we love you, Jerry. All right, you, oh. you, you know the, you, you might not be a good coach, coach, but what? <laughs> yeah, you heard me, coach. Oh. But. But you're a great businessman, and thank you for putting um, the Dallas Cowboys right down the road. And hopefully, they they, they don't start losing all their games, and they all our all our bookings start canceling because they don't want to go see a crappy team. But you know, yeah. That's the good up. thing about them is the uh, Cowboys are always going to sell tickets, man. <laughs> and yeah, that's the and a lot of the Cowboys season tickets holders, even if they do suck or they're good, they'll sell them to the opposing fans anyways. Right? Yeah, that might get us more bookings. Oh, one thing you you, you were talking about the mall. Man, I did not hear about that. But did you hear that malls are now about to start putting gyms inside of their malls? You told me that. Uh, yeah. I, I, Gym, Nate, yeah, gyms. Yeah, like little gyms because they said Amazon is killing retail that much. Like, I remember the other day you were saying malls are always packed. But I guess malls are packed with kids. They ain't buying nothing. That's a good point. You know what I mean? That's and I thought about, it's a hangout spot. So I looked at it, I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't think people are really just going in malls. I mean, th- of course, during Christmas time, people are buying stuff. But they said Amazon's putting a killing on some malls are offering different services to stay afloat like gyms. And that got me to thinking. For my corporate rent, rent renters and possibly even my Airbnb guests, what if I, I'm going to go to the gym and do this because I like to get involved with local businesses. I'm going to go to them and see how much they would charge me for guest passes at the gym. So if I don't have a gym at my house, I can give them a guest pass while they're there to the local gym. I was thinking about that. I was wondering how they would, if they could partner up with me on that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't know. I'm going to see. I'm going to test it to see what they could do. Like, cause I know there's an LA Fitness right by my house. I can just go in there and be like, hey, how much is a guest pass? And. It's this amount. I'm going to see how much if I could break that down to like half or whatever. And just I'm going to see what they can do with me. For me. Yeah, you have a lot of guests coming through. It's great advertising for them, right? Exactly. Like, hey, you get a free gym membership while you're here. I have a day pass for you. That would be awesome. I know. And and that and that's partly what I'm – well, it's a little different. What I told you I'm finally going to just clear out the whole garage at my art house, Hearst. Yeah. And I want to, um, I want to set up the gym in there because I have a lot of weight equipment. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna set up the gym in there, and I'm gonna have the washer and dryer like for them for them to use. You know, mm-hmm. I just I'm just gonna go ahead and try to get every ounce of it. Especially, oh dude, if for corporate that'd be even better, more enticing, oh, right? Hell. The house will come with a gym. Mm-hmm. The house will come with a washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you, you kind of need that if you're gonna long term rent it. Oh right? yeah, you have to have that. And so, um, man, yeah, it's gonna hey, perfect timing. And you know what? Like I noticed with my with my timeshares. A lot of people will inquire because they want to stay like weeks at a time. And I think it's because of those amenities. Hey, I get a swimming pool. I get a gym. Like that full shebang. And I notice people are willing to pay more based on your amenities. Like 
what we did with our, our timeshare is to make it more profitable. Me and my wife changed the prices on them. We, we like upped all the prices by like 50, 20 bucks a night just to see if it would hit. They've been rolling right, right along, man. Because I was like, man, it's because after we looked at our, our reviews, that's why it's a good thing to pay attention to your reviews. Every last one of them are the amenities, the amenities, the amenity. It's the amenities that they're buying. Right, right. They're, they get they want the room, but they're also getting the amenities. They're like, oh, I can just sleep, wake up, go to the gym, grab some breakfast. I'm like, oh, that's what they want. It's the amenities. So those more amenities you have, man. I'll be honest with you. When we go travel, I put it in the filters pool. I want a pool. Exactly. See, and I, I figured that. I figured that. And if I do maximize the hell out of... um. Is that your work no. phone yeah, going off? Yeah, work phone going off. Go ahead. And if I do maximize the hell out of my place and I'm thinking doing really good, I might even end up, you know, putting a pool in there. Yeah. Know? And that's the thing. I make it might make it more badass than the house I live in. So we might go back. Yeah. And a lot <laughs> just, of people think that. Cause, yeah. Cause but, uh, I, I've had no, a, we get, love it here. Yeah. You know, one of our listeners asked, he goes, why don't you just go live in your condo and then go rent out your whole house? I'm like, eh, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. All but, right, man. We've, 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 um, yeah, we've talked for a while. We're at seventy-five minutes, bro. Oh, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're killing ahead. it. We're killing it. Oh, we um, got some good stuff for next week, then. Because we I got do, way more do. stuff. We got way more stuff, and we're not gonna. You're not gonna do an episode after this because you got to get our move on, right? Yeah, yeah, we got to get a move so, on. Got to get my condo. We'll let it simmer. We have so much material, you know. And and it was a good episode. What did you get? What did you get? If you could sum up in a, a sentence or a few words, what you, what did you get out of this show? This particular show. What did I get? Yeah, I think that's something you... we need to ask our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you personally, like, 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 our back and forth. What sticks out? Like, oh, okay, you know, that's that, you know, that grab. Grant Cardone thing we talked about. Yeah, his the mentality. Ten, you're ten xing the stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that too. I get that too. But um, and then the, just the maximizing what you got, you know. Yeah. You know, it's just um, yeah, for you listeners out there, yeah, just just you're gonna do it, do it right. And do it, you know, of course it's going to, it might be a sting at first to buy the expensive, or not super expensive, but a, a really nice bed, really nice comforters, really nice, you know, this and that. But yeah, I mean, if you do it right the first time, you know, it's just going to set you up for uh, some great success. So that's what I got out oh, of it. Also, one last thing that we're going to start doing on our episodes, I was thinking about doing is one news story from Airbnb. Like, cause I, I I sit on LinkedIn and you sit on Yahoo Finance and we find these Airbnb stories. Yeah, and you sent a pretty good one through. And when you sent the story, it was something I thought could be done, and someone's already doing it. It's money laundering through Airbnb. That's one I sent you. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, people are cleaning dirty money. So <laughs> I, I thought about that. I'm like, could you launder money through Airbnb? And I guess people are already doing it. So that's a Russian thing, right? Yeah, yeah, Russian <clears throat> thing. So, damn yeah, Russians. So next week we'll be going deeper into some things, and we got a lot of topics for next week too. So, stay tuned. Stay tuned, man. Thanks for thanks for all you listeners out there, and for hanging in with us and yeah. growing the show. We're getting more and more listeners every day. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks for coming along on the ride. Keep sending the feedback. We love it. Yeah, hit us up four six nine three hundred ninety one hundred. Remember, like us, rate us. On iTunes, please definitely leave us a rating on iTunes. We need more of those. And we keep forgetting to ask, so do that for us. Yeah, and subscribe live, to let, us on YouTube. Exactly. Subscribe, leave some reviews. LiveLetThrive.com. 
I, I would like for you to add my personal info on there so people can hit me up and, and about, inquire about renting my place. If you could, right. if you don't mind. On the website. On the website. Do I already have it? Not really. They can't reach me on there. I guess maybe. No, I don't think so. You know what? We need to add. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to add your personal one on there. And because right now people are having, to, they, they have access to our Airbnbs, but it's limited contact. We could find a push Airbnb out the game. <laughs> yeah, like we already got a website. <laughs> exactly. We might as well make it like where they can go straight to us and rent our spots. That'd That's cool. true. Let's do that. You know? Let's do that. But, and, um, um, oh, yeah, me and Steve, we do have videos coming soon. We will be doing some, what, live videos? Yes. Oh, yeah. the new studio. We're going we're gonna to yeah. be working on that. Yeah, we're working you on got really ins- man. You got really inspired the other day. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. I'm on it, man. We're, yeah. 10x everything. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a studio, live studio set up, and we're gonna start to record in a few videos, man. Because I know you guys are sick, sick of looking at that blank screen on YouTube. <laughs> I just grab whatever picture and I put "Live Let Thrive" on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, shampoo and booze does that, so uh, you know. Yeah, but we want to be bigger than them. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan and Jay. <laughs> We need to interview both of them. I want to get them both on the show still. I'll hit up Brian, see if they're down to do it. Because my wife, I think she still texts with us. So, yeah, we'll try to get both of them on. Cool. Yeah. Great show, dude. I'm glad we got back. And, and really, I'm, I, I think that the, the fans are listening to the end, you know? Yes, sir. I hey, I got that. no feedback on when I played my whole song out. Uh, the, the clean beats, you know? <laughs> take away, take away your love from me. I, I got no feedback on that. Episode 20? But I think it was the highest highest rated episode like is the most Downloaded? okay okay there's other ones the early earlier ones that got more downloads but it this one spiked up to 100 faster than any other episode we had really i mean what it's already it's already it? a this is episode 19 Sur- episode 19 surprise ending that was a surprise <laughs> that might have been it yeah man seriously that, that probably was it i think that they listened to that episode over and over again because of the song <laughs> Screw the Airbnb content. <laughs> yeah, man. So I might get famous. I might be like, Bow, screw Airbnb, man. I'm a famous rock star now. Shoot. So. Wow. But yeah, man. Thanks uh, for listening and hit us up, man. Yeah. Hit up the website because our info will be on there. Boom. Yeah. All right. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.